Alright, we're recording. We're gonna talk shit. Yeah. Hope it. they could hear me. Alright. Yeah, they got can. it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright. So what do you wanna talk shit about? Let's uh, Oh dude, you let's could go do with anything. Cages. The cages first. Let's go with cages. Alright, your thoughts okay. on the cages. What do you mean? Like immigration for kids? Yeah, immigration for kids. Like clearly, like it's bad, right? But um, I think we should just build better facilities, bigger facilities on the border. But we need to fix everybody that's in here already. Like expired visas, people that have been paying like taxes through ITIN and stuff like that. Like if we can help everybody get papers faster over here so more more lawyers more um courts you know and a easier way to do it and a better system let's just say people are coming over you know that you catch them at the border and stuff like is there a way that we can spawn the u.s can like help sponsor them throw them in the middle of the country somewhere where they actually need workers more well, because they you, go, ev- we go everywhere. Like Puerto Ricans are, I think they're in New York. No, no, no. It's not that. Cuban. You have to look through history, through everything. Okay. Hit, look at every regime, civilization. Look at every empire that has, you know, risen. Yeah. You look at through the people, its citizens. It's what you know makes anything up. Yeah. A nation, a country, uh, again, a civilization, empire. Um, socialist societies uh anything really even uh ingenuity uh science uh anything that you could build with again look at america it was built by immigrants everybody says you know you're born in america you are american america was born from the scum (laughs) the people that couldn't even make it over there in europe i know but that is the point though we are melting pot already yeah and why can't anybody accept that mm. the the only way to fix the system is to actually start from the inside Very true. It, it takes a long time and it's a endless cycle that will never break you, you talk about you know the hate you talk about the racism you talk about the violence you talk about even in politics and economics it's just you we have all the natural resources here in america think about it it was a new world nothing was ever touched you had land upon land. You had acres. You had resources. But then people say that was stolen land. But exactly. But here's the thing. Just with, let, like, without just two Mexicans talking about stolen no, land. No, without adapting to survive again, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Uh, what does any animal do? They survive to adapt. Yeah. The same thing with you know humans. If we can't adapt to survive, then we're through. It really is natural selection. And what's going on today, you have to keep building. You have to keep, you know, innovating. innovating. Progr- you have to do anything you can. If not, again, society, capitalism, you have to grow. You have to be innovative. You have to make new things. And you're still stuck in that concept of the old world where, you know, it has to go this way. It's going to work out. Trust me. Give it time. Yeah. But like anything, everything takes time to create, to have funding, 
to have the people actually make you know everything grow regardless you need a society you need laws you need rules and without that uh civilization would crumble but here's what a if i remember correctly what comedian famous comedian paul mooney said uh it was probably Chappelle. it wasn't Chappelle. it was paul mooney he said it himself that looking at russian as an example they fell eternally through their government what was going on there uh through communism yeah the country fell eternally and it's still falling. It has corruption. Yeah. They live in a socialist society. Yeah. And look at what's going on. They have no freedom of speech. Everything is uh, controlled by the government. And they... Who the fuck even elected? Who in, <laughs> I think I saw uh, an art, uh, somebody post uh, a letter. Trump congratulating Putin. Hey, congrats on the win. Yeah, that was... Yeah, everybody read like, that. But you, you see, that's what I mean. And... Another example of, you know, civilization, the economy, and a country growing. Remember, America is still a young, you know, country, if you want to call it empire, civilization. We're going on close to 300. It's already, it's already getting there. Yeah. We're, it says uh, 1776, so it's going to be 2076. That would be 300 years. The tricentennial of America, 300 years. But anyways, that's that's exactly, but we're getting off topic. Look at all the countries from Europe and Asia and um, anywhere in that region, the Middle East. They're all the oldest civilizations out there. Yeah. Think about that. Africa, Egypt, it's all one. Yeah. And I get it. There's genocide, there's famine, and there's uh, corruption, there's war. And but they're still the oldest countries out there. We're still a baby. We're still young. We're still learning this shit. Yeah. We're still learning how to be, you know, a country that's doing its best to be de- together. But when you still have that old world thinking that we're better than you, or you know, this is America, you know, fuck you. It <laughs> makes no. It makes no sense. Yeah. Look at the French. It says uh, freedom, uh, life, liberty. And brotherhood really that's from their um, constitution from their constitution but the key word is brotherhood yeah meaning you know what I know that you're a great immigrant but you're here you're in France I think of you as a brother yeah that's what they're saying you're French I'm French you know yeah. we're all French we're all in this together yeah and people forget that and that's a beautiful thing whereas we come to America Oh, you're black. Oh, you're Mexican. Oh, you're Jewish. You know, fuck all that. We're American. Yeah. We're American. Oh, you're Asian. America. Oh, you're this and that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. How is this system so flawed in everywhere else? Yeah. And it's not just one country because the French still are racist. If you still, again, go back through history, they had the genocides, you know, the Knights of Templar, the Crusaders, anybody. They, it was all just try uh power grab what happened after uh it was the french revolution the the regime something it wasn't the regimes wasn't none of that it was before you get into the regimes i was uh, was watching mr peabody so i was very (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to get very no 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 
during uh, the times of the Dark Ages in religion, countries were still being formed, alliances were still being formed. Dude, it was conquer or be conquered. So during those times, uh, people wanted to grab power, yeah. especially false kings. You, you, man does not rule man. That was already like the first, you know, broken law that you chose a, a man. Mm-hmm. flesh and blood human to be a king or a flesh and blood woman to be queen when really that makes no sense man does not rule man yeah that that was already you messed up there yeah um you know they always portrayed themselves as gods when really you were only human flesh and blood mm-hmm. we have the same blood don't yeah. don't get it twisted yeah uh all these regimes and if you follow our rule and our religion, you'll be okay. But go against us, you know, revolution. Nobody wants that. Yeah. It's the same what's going on here in this country today that going back to the Constitution, uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Everybody is selfish in this country because everybody's trying to pursue their own happiness. Repeat it again. It's okay to pursue your own happiness. I understand that. Let me pursue my own happiness. Exactly. But... Again, I also have my own, but I'm not going to, you know, push anybody down, Mm -hmm. kick them when they're down, or I'm not going to say, oh, I'm better than you. Or, you you know, like, say you're a PA, you know, a doctor's assistant. Well, you know what? I got a PhD. I'm a doctor. What now? I'm better than you. No, no, no. That's not how that works. It's like a dick measuring contest. (laughs) Exactly. But you you see how flawed it is. But without capitalism, you wouldn't have America today. And but people forget, uh, you know, again, without without people, without humans, yeah. without creating society, you won't have a country today. Who do you think would be the first? Let's just say we start our own civil war again, right? In here, who's the first country to come and try to bomb us or try to take over? <laughs> for sure, China. I'm my bets on China. No, Russia, Russia can't even make it over here for, clear, for sure. No, clearly anybody, no matter what. It's not between you countries. You think Britain might be like, let's get these fuckers back no. for all, all the shit they did? It's, it, look, it's not, be- as you said before, it's civil war. It's not. No, but like the turmoil of a civil war happening now on a crumbling society, right? Because everybody's like right now with all everything that's going on social media, you're getting so much information. Who's the first one to attack America when it's down? My bet's on China. Canada won't do it. Here's China. Oh, my God. Leave them out of this. To tell you the truth, it could be anybody. Yeah. It could be anybody who's fed up and tired, who really are just enough is enough. You know, North Korea can't even get a missile over here. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not just that. It's, uh, uh, I guess, if you want to be in the most simplest terms that again i don't think nobody's even going to make a move regardless because again everybody's worried about your own life about your own uh, necessities your own problems your own needs your own wants you know whatever you want in this earth you keep chasing it but in reality you're just giving yourself anxiety and fear uh reason for me i don't I fear nobody. You could kill me all you want. I don't really give a shit. That's just my thought. But I got a box, box cutter right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't have any of these problems because 
granted, don't get me wrong, I'm a piece of shit person. I, yeah. you know, but I have my own life to live. Yeah. But I'm not gonna put you or anybody else that I know or that I, You're any not stranger. Put your own beliefs on somebody or, else. No, but it's not just beliefs. My own problems, my own needs, my own wants. I'm not gonna put that on anybody. Mm. You know, I'm living my own life. Yeah. And you know, if they ask a question, I'll answer it. Uh-huh. If they ask me about my personal business, yeah, I'll give you a straight answer. You're not gonna like it, but I'll give it to you. It's the same, again, in, um, <laughs> nobody wants to tell the truth. Well, yeah, that's true, because um, it, they, it's, it's kind of like, if you tell the truth, you don't know how some person's gonna react. react. Exactly. And, and even though you're, you know you're telling the truth, or giving facts out, some people still don't believe. Like they'll call you crazy. Somebody goes, "This is a piece of shit school." <laughs> no, <laughs> we're in their parking lot right now. We both came from here. Oh yeah, but again, it's what? Okay, when people speak truth, that's always a given throughout history. When people speak truth, they think you're crazy. You think they think it's total nonsense. You know, they want to push their own beliefs on you and try to yeah. make their own agendas correct. The Crusades. Exactly. Religion. Every, everything. It doesn't yeah. matter. They try to push what they believe. And sure, you could take their two cents out of it and try to make it your own. You know, but in the end, it's up to you. Whether you want to ch- choose it or not. Whether you want to do the right or wrong. I don't know. It's up to you. It's your life. Who yeah. am I to judge? To tell you the truth? I mean, I could look at you. I could say whatever I want. But it's like, why? And What's the What's the point? I'll look at you with a straight face and a tear coming down. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of me trying to put you down when in reality my life ain't perfect either? Yeah. Who am I to do anything about it or to call people out? I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really done. I just want to live my own life. You could call me whatever you want. It doesn't really bother me. Hmm. I'm still going to live my life. I'm still going to travel. I'm still going to go to every fucking music festival I want to go to. I'm still going to... Which one's the one that you're going to? (laughs) The one that you just paid? Uh, I was like, I'm down. EDC. EDC Vegas? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. You haven't been to Wonderland, right? (laughs) That's on my bucket list. That's on my bucket list to go to Belgium. Well, every festival I want to go to is on my bucket list. Go to Australia. Go to to Knockout, Midnight Mafia, Transition, uh, DEF CON. Uh, I've only heard of like Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza's uh, different yeah. places, but start in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, elect- Izu, uh, Electric Forest, which is uh, it, New York. In, I thought that was in Michigan. Uh, oh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about Electric Forest is in Michigan. Izu oh, okay. is in New York City. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I want to go to all of well, them. Okay, quarantine, right? Oh, wait. For all the headbangers out there too, Lost Lands, Lost Ohio, Excision. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so COVID, Wuhan's already having raves. Didn't you see that video? Wuhan, like at the epicenter of where did all this shit happen? <laughs> These motherfuckers are having raves already. No but, social distancing. But think about it. They're the country that had the most strict rules on lockdown. Be it as you know, you call it cruelty because they had where the epicenter was, like the hot zone. They had everybody on lockdown Did you and see they, the people getting welded their doors shut I was like, <laughs> yeah and not only that they had the strictest rules but it worked out in their favor it's the same thing with they already have that gesture of wearing the mask if, if you're sick 
And then it's not just that. Think about also the other countries that weren't part of the pandemic or just neutral countries like Switzerland or Belgium yeah. or uh, Finland or any of those, uh, New Zealand, mm-hmm. any of those coastal European countries out there um, from up in the north. And uh, they had their lockdown like perfect. They were yeah. strict. And, you know, they had some open rules about it like we did here, but they were very keen on trying to, you know, to the curb the virus. Yeah. They had their, max, uh, their masks on, yeah. like, all the time. And the schools were shut down. And they basically followed some of the same rules as China did, like strict lockdown, only go where you needed to and go straight home. If you're going to work out, work out, go straight home. Yeah. You know, be extra you know clean good hygiene wash up wash everything and look at the united states they can't even follow the simple fucking rule of you know having their mask on oh i can't breathe okay well we can't even follow the seatbelt rule exactly nobody (laughs) but think about it oh i can't breathe well george floyd he couldn't breathe and look what happened so you're telling me fentanyl Dude, so you're telling me <laughs> that you couldn't breathe without your mask on for just a couple hours while this man was literally couldn't breathe with a fucking knee down on his damn neck. Yeah. And got killed for it. And you're complaining over a damn mask. Man, well, fuck uh, you. I, I get the the mask part. It, I don't get when you can be like, we're in the middle of a parking lot four feet apart. Four feet, yeah. <laughs> four feet apart but if you're walking by yourself do you really need a mask like just walking down let's just say you're walking home there's nobody on the block and you're just walking straight you know it, it's just hypocrisy dude i mean you could call it whatever the fuck you want like yeah. i do me you do you uh-huh. uh just people get people are scared yeah you, your fears don't let any fear control you you know like oh he could be sick or like oh he doesn't care he's not responsible you know he's not respectful of other people in their lives i'm like i'm at risk as everybody else here in america if i'm gonna take the risk just because i don't have my mask on then so be it Mm -hmm. but again it's between me and you it's we're putting our own lives at risk nobody's else is outside everybody's in their homes right now Uh, but then people people will say well when you go home you have family putting them at risk i'm like no i actually take precautions i take my showers i have my antiseptics i have you know uh rubbing alcohol i have um, hand sanitizer i have everything i need and then i lock myself in my room and then we actually respect the six feet rule in our house because we don't know where family members have been we don't know where roommates or friends have been yeah you know they could be working at the hospitals they could be working anywhere else we're still risking our lives because again, we have to. We got to make money. We got. We got to work on it somehow. Do you think it, it it's made some people lazy? Because I know my wife, she does HR, <laughs> and she's already called the EDD on people, saying that they've called them back to work. There's no cut in pay, right, and everything, and they refuse to come to work. So the job's there. They just refuse to come. So she's sending letters out to the EDD to stop their unemployment because the job's there. They're just refusing to take it. Yeah, that they really just want the free money. It's uh, nobody wants to work. They're used to already, you know, getting the 600 every week, which they stop. 
and they cut it short to 400, but they're still getting the check every week plus the unemployment from their jobs. Yeah, uh, it's a lot easier to get a check when uh, they keep cutting it from our taxes. They don't, get paid. Don't back away to six feet. I want you at four feet. <laughs> no, I'm just getting comfortable with the chair. But regardless, it's coming from out of our taxpayers' money. When really yeah. the taxpayers' money should be helping out with everything else with the, the debts that we have the post office i don't know what the hell they're doing with the post office and collecting all the damn mailboxes i mean you're not going to stop people from voting and then especially you see again hypocrisy of democracy how are the seniors the disabled you know elderly anybody with disabilities or anybody that ha doesn't have time to go to the booth or are too scared to go to the you know voting booths yeah they need the mail you know the mail, the mail voting. voting they need that yeah because, you know, it's not that, again, their fear is what drives them, mm -hmm. but they still want to vote. You're taking their freedom to vote. Remember, there's a law that says if anybody from the government, from um, anybody, uh, National Guard, Secret Service, FBI, CIA, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to come after me. Come after me. I don't give a fuck. But this is the honest truth. I've You're already got you on that. They're taking our freedom away to vote. They're taking our freedom away and fears that this could be a rigged election, no matter who you vote for. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to vote, but I will say I will vote yeah. and do my part. Again, I'm not going to tell you who, Yeah. just to let you know. Weren't there something on the ballots where you had to say like that you're either a Republican or Liberal, liberal third party, Tea Party, Democrats, yeah, like stuff like it's, that. It's on, on there and it's displayed on that mail-in ballot. Mm -hmm. So what some people sa said is that there might, there might be, don't quote me on this, there might be somebody out there in, that's working in the uh, post office, right? That could just say, like, fuck all these, like, red votes, right? And just, like... True. Or throw all these out. blue votes. Yeah, yeah, or all these blue votes, right? Regardless... Like, if anything, just get what some people have said. Just grab your ballot, go and drop it off at the, uh, what is it, voting center, wherever. Just go drop it off. Yeah, okay. I'd say do it. Just yeah. do that. It's much safer. If they could do drive-through graduations. They, I'm they pretty could. sure they could do drive-through votes. Yeah, drive-through votes. I think it's perfect because. Imagine you get a paintball gun and you just have to spray as much red or blue. No, I, I think it's perfect because it actually gives them 100% um, certainty that their vote is being counted. And it's reliable. Yeah. Like, it's trust. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And right now, for years, people have been losing trust in the government. No matter if you're a conservative or a liberal. Or I haven't trusted the government it, since 93. <laughs> it doesn't matter who, who you are. You know, everybody in America is losing trust, you know, in the country. And I think that's a sad, sad sight when your own people don't trust you, your own citizens don't trust you. Uh -huh. uh, again, going back to it, they're taking our freedom away. Freedom of protest, freedom of speech, freedom to vote. Yes. And that makes no sense because, again, if they do take these rights away from us, there's a law that says that we could overthrow the government yes. and put in new people. That's actually a law. Look it up. Tyranny. It, if they take away our our amendments, especially the First Amendment, you could actually oh go to the White House or go you know to Washington D.C. 
you could overthrow the government and put in new people to be elected in there and to run the government. Yeah. And that's actually our law. As a citizen, that is our law. If the yeah. shit hits the fan, we actually have the right, you to know, overthrow your to overthrow. Exactly. And to put it was new the people. Second Amendment with the right to bear arms for anybody that in the government and like your own personal protection. I believe in it because people do need protection. So what gun do you have? I have no guns. I live a simple life, a normal life. I don't really have anybody to jack me with. Again, I I don't think I'm... When you look at me, do you think you would try and jack me? I really have nothing in hand. <laughs> well, you're wearing shorts and a shirt. No, not really. Well, then again, it's this flashy lifestyle that's also been rising up. So you, you're walk, you could be walking down the street with some nice Jordans and stuff like that. And somebody... At the moment, I'm not saying anything, but they might see those Jordans or some nice ass Nikes, your AirPods, your phone, and just say, I know I can outrun them. Just run, grab the phone, right? Trip them, take the shoes, and run the other way. Yeah. Do you do whatever it means necessary? If you feel that you're not safe, yeah. or protected, you got a phone. I know everybody's got a phone on them. Call the cops. I, I mean, as much as it's hard to say, but remember that there are good, there are good people in this world. It's those, just, co- those, those cops don't go to my neighborhood. I know. <laughs> but all, all I'm saying is that, again, losing trust in your own government and in your own society, that not even the cops can help us no more. And that's pretty sad because, trust me, I've been pulled over before many times. And trust me, you give the respect back. And they'll give, you know, the same respect to you that you've given them. Like, oh, you know, you, they answer the, you know, they ask you questions, you answer them correctly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, be on your way. Like, all right, cool. And they've let me go a bunch of times. Don't get me wrong. I've been pulled over for having that light on my license plate not work. And, and then I pull over and look at it and it's working. But I know it was probably a stop because the car I was driving at the time all tinted windows, two in the morning, driving around. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's reasonable, uh, reasonable doubt. Yeah. You know, they're very suspicious and they just want to keep things safe. You know, it's their, it's their duty to patrol the area. Yeah. That's basically because they're also putting their life on the line. Like, say somebody is, I'm not saying, you know, anybody, but I'm just saying, like, you know, what if you're packing? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what if he could get the wrong message that, oh, you're out here stealing, you're out here hunting people, killing people. But really, you're, you know, by law, if you have that paperwork on you, you're allowed you're allowed to have a carry-on on you yeah. or a carry-on in your car. Concealed carry. And, and he doesn't know it. CCW. So you just, again, don't, you know, jump to the conclusions why he stopped you. You know, just stay calm and be like, hey, officer, you know. I, I got paperwork, you know I, what I mean? I, like, as soon as they pull you over, license registration, you can be like, hey, exactly. hey, by the way, just to let you know, I don't, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's, I have my handgun in the back, it's going to uh, have all the paperwork for it, and they'll probably be like, all right, uh, show me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as long as they see it and everything goes good, we're like, all right, be on your way. But then there, there's... I would say sometimes even cops have bad days and it's like yeah so uh, they're again like not dealing with anything so again 
the first thing that cops do too is they're patrolling and you know they're trying to keep everything safe yeah. they're supposed to uphold the law they are not above it they're, when they took that oath when they wear that badge that shield that they have yeah. they took an oath to protect and serve the public and to uphold the law again uphold meaning they're supposed to enforce and put the rules on you if you're not following them but they are not supposed to be above the law they're supposed to protect and serve and again they're supposed to enforce the law on people who are not following it yeah and again which starts because they are cops herein lies you know the corruption but we'll get into that later but as you said before with the stopping you know we're all humans we have bad days sometimes you could get a dick cop like a real super dick Newport cop. Beach that you guys are dicks every <laughs> no, time I no, get pulled no. over, over there. again each city is different because of how well funded they are well, Newport Beach Quiet. is a dick like <laughs> no they are no matter what city you are it's because of the of the area you're in Taxpay uh, taxpayers, the dollars, homeowners, and your elected officials. Again, money, how much you have in it. And There's a guy from Los actually running for, uh, I think, uh, some type of representative here in Santa Ana. Representative or city councilman S or supervisor? I, I think city councilman, maybe. Uh, I, know, I think Suavecito is uh, sponsoring the, him. But, yeah, he, he came here and played baseball. Uh, when I saw him, I was like, is that who I think it is? <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, it's Adam. Adam something. You're not saying he's Alec Contreras, is it? No, it's probably somebody else. Right? I don't know. He's a skinny dude. But uh, yeah. he is the brother of somebody that I know. But, yeah, he's running. I was like, hey, that's dope. Trust me. If you show me a photo, I'll probably recognize him. <laughs> I need to pull out my phone. No, that's cool. But... Uh, again, going back to the uh, situation with the cops that, you know, again, they're humans. They could have bad days and sometimes they could lash out on you, which you had no reason. Again, be respectful. If you're calm, they're calm and they have nothing else to say to you because they're trying to get something out of you, a rouse yeah. or something. W would you say that they need? M OK, obviously, we don't want to defund the police. Well, I don't. I would say reform the police. They definitely need more training. They need more accountability. Uh, no, that's why they have uh, they have city supervisors, councilmen, psychiatrists. That's why they have internal not, not affairs enough. in their buildings. From another podcast that I was hearing, that they don't get it enough. Like if they say they don't need it, they're, they're no, wrong. because that's also funding. Because that's also spending money in taxpayers. They're you're paying the psychiatrists there, yeah, the counselors there to cope and help with the cops that have traumatic experiences maybe some anger management issues or maybe because you know again anxieties you know cops i'm pretty like sure I said, there's some cops that after the first day their first like homicide murder scene where yeah, it's like just gruesome it just, they're like i'm out i, I can't it's like it. flipping a switch like they turn into different people and yeah. they're, they're just not used to it and it's their first time well again you've trained for it but when it comes to real life situations it's yeah. just what do you do with it how do you cope with it? How do you live with it? Yeah. It's the same thing when detectives work on homicide cases. It's like, you know, how do they have, like, the nerves of steel to work, you know, in homicide and trying to find the people who are murderers, who are pedophiles, yeah. who, you know, kill people. 
on purpose or just you know over a beef revenge over pettiness it's just it's terrible but can't forget about other people that work with dead people too like the police like the city coroners um doctors nurses you know they all go through all these traumatic experiences yeah. you know people dying how to cope with that and i definitely say more training on one-on-one -on -one just because for me if you know jujitsu you can easily take somebody down by yourself just fucking hip hip throw them literally to the ground and just have them on a hold while you're if you have a partner throws on the handcuffs and then that's it that's all you really need to do you don't have to hold them down like we've seen some videos again if you're lucky because sometimes you don't know what they have you don't know what they could do you don't know how crazy they are yeah. anything could happen you just should they have a physical that they need to re uh, meet every year i say every six months to a year physic a physical every, every two years no they need to do everything they need to get a cat scan every six months and they need to get a physical every six months that way yeah. again because it's not just physical the physical they could do just fine yeah. maybe they off all the fucking donuts and food and stop yeah, getting that's fat why it's like i don't want to see anyways um, fuck chasing me no it's not just that i believe they also should get their mental checked you know oh that, that's yeah, what i'm saying definitely. the cat scan because again it could have a mental effect anything could give you a mental effect and it could reflect upon your work it could reflect upon how you treat people mm -hmm. in the near future and say just like i said everything building up your emotions your anxiety your your traumas like everything could build up and then you could just snap in an instant yeah there's some people that can deal with it better than others definitely like uh i know i'm pretty good at bottling shit up and i'm pretty patient so how i cope with it i have a journal i write in it i have a diary yeah i'm a little bitch but you know no it, you it, it helps me cope because it's like it it's like some people have pets that they'll talk to other people talk to their plants other people go on bike rides swims whatever everybody deals with it differently <laughs> me personally i like journaling and it's a great reminder to go for me like if i read past things i'm like damn that no savage there's many ways when many mechanisms where you could actually release stress in very positive ways say as MMA. you said before journals uh mma practicing not actual oh, fighting, yeah. practicing oh, if, if you like um, it you can go but like i said competition but any anything that you that you could you know de-stress the mind is perfect you know maybe working on your new um podcast like this one podcast right or say like you know in fighting you work on your combos yeah you know like anything like boxers work. or fighting or working on new techniques or anything maybe you're a mechanic and you like working on engines a lot yeah. and working on new stuff on your cars or you know anything machine work engines yeah. or um just this, anything anything I, to distress the mind a good hobby a good hobby could definitely help anybody well it's not just hobby it's anything yeah you, you could even be by yourself like you know what i'm gonna go Fuck, for a hike play, play call of duty cuss out that five-year-old that's better <laughs> than you you know what's funny i have look you cussed out a five-year-old it's true like, but i mean like check this out i haven't played any of those games in a long time dude it's been three years in and high school i had the wii call of duty <laughs> and everybody made fun of me They're like what the fuck i was like yeah i play on the wii yeah right look at you now you were probably the only kid having fun while everybody was waiting for the next game fuck no they all had fun together i was over here like nobody wants to play with me whatever dude <laughs> but no what i'm saying is uh 
you know, de-stress the mind. Like I said, you could do anything. For me, what I do a lot is I go out driving. I take a bunch of drives down uh, PCH. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say your name. I'm just, I got it from my ex. You know, just take a drive with me. So what's her name? I'm not gonna say the name, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> but anyways. Wherever you are, DM me. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I drive down PCH a lot. Well, from but what point to what point? Like, it, I, I like going to Corona Del Mar, like Laguna, because that's like the most open one, and nah, you can. If you want to get really, I've taken. You go to Big Sur. Far drive. I go to all the way to uh, Camp Pendleton, or like the border of it at the end, and uh, the near Off the campsite. Ocean? Uh, uh, off PCH, dude. Ocean PCH. Oh, okay. But like, long like drives, dude. Big ass bridge, right? That right actually, there. yeah, that actually helps me distress the mind a lot. And I listen. You Get a motorcycle and do that. Trust me, you'll de-stress. No, it's music. Cause I have my car. And I, like I said, I love music. That was probably the only thing that has, you know, kept me stress-free. I want to hear some 16 bars right oh, no, now. Dude. I know you can. I have no bars. Whoever Quote was on that me. open mic night. I have no bars. I think. Oh, what, was, wait, what year was it? Yeah, that was no, that was '09, dude. That was my last year. Was it '09? Yeah. Oh shit. But no, uh, look, for me. Her name was Rap. I think no, that was the last thing. For me, um, like I said, just do anything. Take a hike. Go to Crystal Cove. Go anywhere near your beaches. Go to go, there, go to L. A. Go go anywhere where you could have like a hiking trail. And then, like, after that, get yourself some water or, like, anything to, like, be with your friends, have fun, get some food, get some drinks. But remember, practice, you know, the rules, the six-feet rule. You know, practice social distancing. You know, be respectful of everybody else. Be mindful of everybody else. Don't be selfish. But for me, because I'm in the car alone, I get to de-stress. I listen to a lot of playlists, especially old concerts that I've actually gone to. And some concerts that I regret not going. So wait, who top <laughs> go off, off the top? If you can do top ten, great. Top five artists that you listen to when you're de-stressing. Oh man, it's a lot. But if you talk just to, top five, because you know the, those songs would always like get you in a kind of calm, stable mind. Oh man. Say say uh, what is it? Yellow Claw. I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah, well, it's not rap. I'm sorry to tell you guys. As much okay. I would say Biggie's right. better. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth, yeah, EDM. But um, I said Biggie, not EDM. Biggie. Yeah. Man, I haven't heard Biggie in a while. But anyways, I'll play, uh, I'll play something for you. No. Um, top five. That's a big one, dude. Because um, my playlist is crazy right now. I'm on Grupo Firme. I would say let's do a top ten because I can't do top five. Well, that, that's. I why. would have to say. Uh, I'll, I'll keep count. Let's do uh, let's do rap for a bit. Let's uh, go from ten to five or ten to six. Okay. Uh, again, probably California. Uh, they're not in order. They are not, not in order. order. Just it would have to be uh, Nipsey, okay. Hustle, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. It would have to be Dom Kennedy. All right. It's three. And then it would have to be Tupac and then Biggie. All right, so you got five pretty much hip-hop legends <laughs> in your playlist. Now your top five EDM artists, which are above those. Seven Lions. No idea what they are. Excision. Okay. 
Boombox Cartel. Okay. R.O. Grime. Goosebumps? Porter Robertson. Porter Robertson. All right. Not bad. I only know Porter. <laughs> That's it. That's the only person I know. Trust me. And I'm an old school head. I used to, when I was 15, 16, I used to have my fake ID, go to all these old school EDM raves. Like, you wouldn't know because I used to be the quiet kid, but we used to have underground raves here in Orange County, the you warehouse raves. Fuck at that I, no, I was I was drunk. I wasn't really high. Because <laughs> high, I would be stuck. Drunk, I would get, you know, lit. My wholeness would come out. But anyways. Um, and I didn't, again, I didn't tell my ex at the time because it, w- it was part of my past. I didn't really want her to know because... Uh, that you drank? She had, no, not oh. that. My my music taste, my EDM scene because... Oh, she, she would shame you? No, 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 she wouldn't shame me. She she loved it too. She... Uh, she went through that phase too, but like for me, that was my first love in music. The first thing okay. I heard was rap, like old school, Fat by Freddy, Yo MTV Raps. You had Wild Style, you had. Uh, I remember Wild Style. You had Style Wars. You had Grandmaster Cash uh, and the Furious. Uh, Furious? No. Is it Furious Five? Grandmaster Cash. There you go. And the Cold Crush Brothers. That was before Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Then you had uh, South Bronx, Curtis Blow. The, where all hip-hop came from was South Bronx. You had, um, damn, you had a bunch of people. Spoonie G, Treacherous Street, EPM, EPMD. Who got you through high school, your senior year? Well, got Musically. Me, music-wise, uh, to tell you the truth, it was all like that open mind philosophical shit. You're talking about Common, Talib Kweli, uh, Most Death. Most Death, Talib Kweli, you had Black Star. You had oh, Erica, ba- you sure. had you had Erica Badu, you had uh, Jill Scott, like you had some of the greats back then, you know. Again, Kanye West coming up when he wasn't part of that collective, but he was coming up with them. And then he did like the special appearance with Most Death on the Chappelle Show, with uh, Freeway and his special guest starring too when uh, Common, the Food, um, and again. EDM got me through a lot of shit. EDM got me through a lot. Especially, again... I used to make fun of everybody that, like, <laughs> listened to EDM. But you had, I, man... But now I listen to it. So Cascade, like, oh, Swedish House Mafia. You even have, Swedish like... Swedish House Mafia needs to come back. They were going to come back, but COVID Juicy, happened. But Juicy J was like, I make more money. <laughs> Anyways, uh... And... Damn, what got me through it, too... Old School Porter back in 2007 coming up. That's when he was first starting. What was his song that came uh, It was it, it he had a bunch of songs, dude. Especially maybe 2012 when we were when I was out of high school, he had Easy, you know. And uh, he was as his first stage name Virtual Self. Then he became Porter after that. So it took him a while from 2007-2014 uh, to you know find his sound. And to find not only just his purpose, but musically to find himself, especially from his album Worlds. We're at 43 minutes so far. I like that. (laughs) It doesn't even feel like that bad. No. All right. But again, we've gone so much far off, like on politics and all that stuff. It's not supposed to be political. I just like (laughs) talking, pushing people's (laughs) buttons. Well, (laughs) because I need to know, like, you can't. 
assume people's political views because I know there's a co uh, I have a coworker that that uh, does. He's like, hey, but you're Mexican. I'm like, how how can you like like Trump? I was like, he has some things that, that are cool, and that's it. Like, and the, but of course, you still question some things that he does. But yeah, again. I'm just like, uh, whatever. Like, I always wait <laughs> like a day or two for the full story because right now you get information so quick that it's like bam, bam, bam. So I'm just like, all right, let's just wait a day or two. But I start sharing shit just so I can also get the information. Because without me sharing it, I won't know like if it's true or fake. Yeah, it's misinformation. And you try to get every possible source that you can yeah, from with everybody. Peop- with people saying, oh, it's fake. And then other people saying, oh, it's not. And then I listen to both of them. I, I look at both their sources. Unless they start just cussing me out on my Facebook, as you've seen and shit. So, I will say this. Uh, Trump 2020. No. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Look, none of you think this is real or not, but this virus is real. Um, we talked earlier in, into your car, yeah. or when we were driving, yeah. and I told you earlier that one of my mom's good friends, uh, yeah. she actually died from COVID. So, it, yeah, my uncle too. And, uh, you know... They were at a rosary, which is they pray for seven days throughout the week until the actual funeral. And they have, like, the open casket. Uh-huh. And um, But before, like I said, they all do that. They have the rosary where they pray for uh, it's Catholic stuff. But they pray for their soul so that, uh, you know, forgive them for all their sins, all their temptations, all their, like, everything that in their past, which is either they're trying to, like, good or bad. They're trying to, like, their sins, right? It's 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 I guess you want to say a ritual, but it's not. It's just praying for their soul, like when they cross over to heaven or be judged. There's no sacrifice. You know? Just a bit, yeah, you a ritual, just there's no sacrifice. No, you just pray for them and you pray for their soul and you pray, you know, that everything's gonna be okay before their judgment time. And uh, like I said, it's a beautiful thing because family and friends from the neighborhood they always come together. Like if you knew them or if you knew that person that died, they always come together. And, like, they pray for them. They pray for each other. But, well, during that time of the rosary, they did not know that some one of them had COVID or they got COVID from that person who died. And apparently, uh, my mom's friend actually got it from them, from that group. And I'm like, oh, crap. Because my grandma hangs out with them sometimes in the neighborhood. Yeah. And she... Your grandma will get it? No, luckily she we moved her out to Santa Barbara with my aunt so she could, you know, she's old. I want to say that out of respect my grandma's old already. It's almost her time. But she's living like her days in peace yeah. up there in Santa Barbara. Uh not Santa Barbara. It's Oxnard. And it's beautiful. She lives in the mountains. You know, she lives like in the Raul area where it's nice and peaceful and like you could actually see the stars. There's no light pollution. You could actually see the moon and the stars and everything. And it's for her to get away from, like, all the stress that comes from the family and live out the rest of her days in peace. But if it wasn't for us doing the move for her to do that, so that way, you know, she could be safe and she could live with my aunt, she couldn't gotten COVID from one of the neighbors. And luckily, you know, we moved her out in time. But our mom's, uh, my mom's friend was not so lucky. Have you have you taken the an- a- antibody test? Uh, I did. I got it. That was the first thing I did. Was uh, we didn't do the swab, 
You took the, just the blood. It's just we took the blood sample. Yeah. And I have my own doctor, my own physician, so yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm well prepared. <laughs> I have my own lawyer and everything. So. <laughs> but anyways. So did you have antibodies? Yeah, I had everything. Uh, I tested negative. But you had antibodies. Oh yeah. So that means you got it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Like hearing about this virus firsthand that it was, you know, popping off early in the year, you know, January, February, all the signs were there and Trump, the whole administration didn't do shit to try and control this pandemic. And now look, where are we now? Already eight months into the year, we only have about three and a half months left. Did and he try to ban travel over there? And yet people still traveled. People came back. Well, because they called them xenophobic for trying to stop it. But we also took China's advice saying only if you eat, get it from bats, right? And that's how it first started. That we were supposed no to have sense. like 2 million deaths. Didn't happen. Virus is real. Symptoms suck. 98% survival rate. Yeah. But... My thing is, like, it's going to be really hard to transition back into it because people are still going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, the bubonic plague just hit, what was it? It just hit last week. Lake Tahoe? It, everybody that partied over there in Tahoe during the hot summer days too, like, uh, like July 4th, and you're spending your last days of summer, which I get it. Everybody wants to go out. Everybody wants to enjoy what you have left. Enjoy life. Again, live life to the fullest. You can't live in fear. And uh, you can go out, have fun, just be safe. And nobody, and nobody, you know, caught that bubonic virus. But well, it's, it's so out weird. there. Don't, don't we have the vaccine for the plague? We do have the vaccine for I the I wonder plague. if it was an anti-vaxxer that got it. You. <laughs> Probably. Again, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, I don't know, I don't know the don't sources. Know. We don't, we don't we're know. Just, we're straight dumbasses just talking shit. Well, Pretty I'm much. talking shit. You're trying and to throw facts and I'm throwing facts. It, <laughs> so, again, just as they said, too, that's why you have, you know, your vaccine card. Get your vaccines. You know, get that. You know, should it be a requirement for kids to go back to Exactly. School? It should be a requirement. What? Because why? Look, it's just well, on the, it's just it, on the safe I, side. Well, that too, but I wouldn't trust it right now in beginning stages. Especially, yeah, especially right now in the beginning stages, because then you your body could reject it and you could well, actually you're have injected with the virus regardless. Yeah, because it's a vaccine. you're gonna and your body won't you know be straight at first, and then you could actually be the first patients that die from this new vaccine. I know they're doing clinical studies and trial testing, but then. It, it, it should be a longer process than trying to get it within the year. Exactly. Because then it's... I feel bad. I don't feel bad for these fucking high schoolers. I feel bad for the elementary school kids that aren't mentally ready to, like, not see their friends for, like, a year. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. They're yeah. they're just in a development, starting school, starting to socialize. Yeah. Um, and we pretty much just stripped them away of that. Pretty, yeah. Think about it. We are humans, we are a society, and nature-wise, we are supposed to be, you know, social creatures. We need to socialize, because, again, that fear of being alone, 
but it's your own fear that you did that to yourself because again sometimes i like being alone sometimes i like being an introvert like i said taking drives down pch yeah. i drive all the way down to san clemente and then drive all the way back down to seal beach all the way passing all that i like driving to long beach you have a and prius drive back home you have a prius i hope i have no prius <laughs> god damn that's right i thought as an uber i drive but damn no just an uber Talk to people. I vent to these motherfuckers. <laughs> but, oh my god. Yeah. They, Sometimes they, they don't want to talk. They no, just, they they they're the they ones do. telling me shit, and then I'm like, hey, again, I'm going through the same thing. Well, it's hard when your friends. It's not that your friends want to agree with you, but again, we live in a selfish society, pursuing your own happiness. They don't want to hear about your problems. They want to escape from their problems. That's why they go out, parties, clubs, drinking. But yeah. it wasn't the case back then because people, when they socialized back in the 70s, I'm going to take you way back. During the 70s, the time of Chicago, race, racism was still hot. You know, inequality was still, you know, there. And especially on the gay community. The reason why originally House was created for music people to dance it was basically to get away from all the problems all the street bullshit like hey you want to come in but you got to leave all the street behind you like in the clubs no racism no hate no uh homophobia no sex phobia um anything I, you yeah, just i don't even think at clubs even till now there was no no actual hate for anybody Unless you spilled somebody somebody's drink. That was it. And you know what? When you spill somebody's drink, they're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. It was cool back then. Now it's like you spill a drink, you, you're you in a bra. Yeah. Or step on somebody's fucking uh, Nikes that, that, <laughs> that they just paid $300 for. And they're like, don't step on it. Then why do you come in a crowded area? Throw on some trucks. Let those Throw on your dancing shoes. Exactly. Yeah. You know. That's why it was created back then, for it to leave all the bullshit behind and everybody to find a place where they could be themselves, where they feel free, where they can escape from reality just a bit so they could be themselves for just a couple hours and live without fear, live without hate, live without being racist, live without all the bullshit again. And now you just can't escape from that no more. You just, everywhere you go, it's going to hit you. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to hit you closer to home from your family, from your friends. You're going to know when you get older. And when you do get older, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure, you keep up with your friends on Facebook and Instagram. And you know what? I love it. For some friends, I do keep up sometimes. But it's not just, just because I'm busy. No, I, I've reflected so many times when I you know think about it and it's just you know I'm doing my own thing I'm living my life you know and the rest of them they have their careers their school jobs family you know they got their own families now too kids they got to take care of hopefully kids uh, again you have to break the cycle you you grew up differently I get that different generations grew up differently times change people change but again time is ever flowing you know, it's a river. No matter what, we're just pebbles in the river, you know, and time is going to keep on flowing. Yeah. You know, we're just a part of it. We're just a part of that path, whether you like it or not. 
And again, um, going back to the hypocrisy, it's it's about change. You're more worried about your own agendas and your own opinions, of course, rather than just you could listen to people. You could just listen, mm-hmm. have an open ear, and that's what people forget. Is I think know. that is where people, because uh, there there are people on with different opinions. That no matter what, like, if you're trying to agree to disagree, it's like, hey, I get your point, but I just, I, I don't see it that way. And you're trying to be calm and everything, but they're just, like, yelling at you. That's where people need to change, to just be like, all right, we just don't don't agree on, on this point. You know, let's just end that conversation there and move on to something else. You can't you can't just put your beliefs, your point of view, your your, your life into somebody else's. They can try to walk in your shoes and if if it doesn't work it doesn't work but doesn't mean you can't uh, see them as just a, a person for who they are you get me for their character them talking to you and stuff like like you and me disagree on, on stuff and, but because we because we agree on some stuff and we don't agree on some stuff yeah i'm not gonna fucking what kind of agendas do I have? I'm not going to push you on nobody or anything like I that. I saw an Illuminati <laughs> ring on you, so I don't know. <laughs> what, what ring, dude? <laughs> I'm just saying, what does it hurt to listen to people? What does it hurt? Again, it doesn't. If, yeah. you want, if you want me to hurt you, I got something. We are humans. We are not perfect. Remember that. We are flawed creatures. We have our flaws. And we have our perfections. That too. Some things we're good at, some things we're bad at. The things, too, our choices, our lives. It, you could have your positives, but it could also have its consequences. Give and take. You make the choice. Yeah. You already know, you know, what you're going to choose. You already know the laws. You already know its uh, repercussions. You, you know everything about it. So don't say, give me that crap, like, you know, Lord, forgive me for he don't know what, you know, he do or thou shalt do when, re- when in reality you know what you did you made the choice you're adults now you understand I wonder if we're gonna have to like pause it for like 10 seconds are they coming this way yeah quick break so burning dude fire truck so cause we're in the middle of a parking lot <laughs> That's why you hear cars coming, going back and forth. All right. I need a studio if anybody wants to like let me borrow one for podcast. So, so again, um, going back to it, who are you to judge? You're only human. You can't judge your life based on everybody else's or even based on your own. You have to keep living in order to find, you know, your own truth. Not just your own truth, but to find the, the truth in the world you know you can't be blind all the time and you can't really let your emotions blind you from everything that's going on in the world you can't like i said let fear anxiety anything try to persuade you into your choice making because we all go through it you just got to have the courage to say you know yes or no make the choice um again uh pursuing one's own happiness uh so let me get this straight yeah you say we're all in this together but in reality we're still divided think about that 
Do you think people should not view each other as humans instead of a certain ethnicity or race at the end of the day? Like regardless of where you come from, you and me bleed the same color. Do you get me? Different skin colors, but we are all humans. Like you said, just take all everything and we should unite as as people because you just like how you were saying about the French, the brotherhood, sister and or sisterhood. Uh, however you want to take it. Yeah. But we should just come together. Like if we see something bad going uh, happening, go help. You get me? Just be kinder. Be more aware that regardless of who you are, uh, that person could have just easily been you in that situation. Yes, because we're all here regardless, no matter what. We're all going, well, I want to say we're, we all grow through a lot of different you know, things in our lives, but we're all going through it. We all live here. Um, the reason why we can't see things eye to eye or see each other as, you know, okay, let's just say, well, we were born here, right? But yeah. regardless, just, just an example. Again, don't take it the wrong way. This is just an example. You know, me and him, we're Americans. We were born here, but we come from Mexican backgrounds. Yes. Mexican culture, ethnicities. Our parents are from Mexico. Uh, my parents are immigrants, but they worked hard. They wanted a better life, so they come. They came here. Yeah. And you know what? We, you know, I want to say we live a simple life, and we actually live the American dream. Granted, that you know it's not perfect, but we make it perfect. We make it our own. Yeah. And we're happy. We live a simple life. As much as you know, we do have problems, of course, with family and friends and stuff, but. In the end, we don't let it bother us because, you know, we we have a structure. We have a life, and it's going good. We don't have the problems that other people are going through right now, and I thank God for that because we're not going through a bad time as everybody else. And I am sorry for all the people that are going through it, you know, because it does suck. Mm-hmm. I want to I say that is truth, that no matter what, People are looking out for their own um, because it is your life. I understand that. Live it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you, you live your life, bro. And, you know, boo, live your life. Okay. <laughs> all <laughs> the, all the, girl, all the girls too. Boos, live your life. You are queens. You are savages. You are BABs, which is means that you just a boss ass bitch. All right. All I'm saying is that how can we see eye to eye when we still you know behind each other's backs sometimes not all the times but sometimes talk shit on each other maybe in front of people uh compared to how we live our lifestyles like like oh he never grew up or like she's still acting like a little immature child or you know something but like i said who are you to judge you're not perfect either you know you try to live your life as perfect as you can when there's no such thing as perfect you have to find it out you have to find out on your own you have to keep living like i said to uh find that life that you've been searching for and not only that um like i said me and you talking this is great which is two two people talking it out two people having a conversation rather than 
you know, pushing each other's agendas or screaming at each other or not having an open ear to be, because that's all it is. I have a couple of people in mind that would be probably screaming at me. <laughs> They're all on my Facebook. They're all the first ones to comment on something. I'm like, dude, like, just state your opinion. <laughs> just drop your comment. I'm not trying to like fight you. I'm just trying to get your point of yeah, view. Yeah. That's that's what always goes down to be where rather than being the ar- argument, you know, let it be a conversation between two people rather than, you know, screaming and hoolering, hooting, hollering on each other. You know, that's basically what a human is. Panicky, scared. Um, You're describing a New Yorker. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you know it. You know yourself better than anybody else. And that's what scares you. That's pride. That's ego. You know yourself better, better than anybody else, but pride is just another excuse for fear. You're afraid of of who you are rather than embracing who you are. So again, going back to race and going back to seeing each other as, you know, one nation, one people, like as, you know, coming together as a as a race. Uh so you know black and white or mexican asian or jew and romanian and or anything uh why do we all hate on each other when there was no reason to hate remember hate is taught race is taught and it's not born i've been fucking preaching that (laughs) remember through the times of like before science before anything else you know the beginning of time genesis the bible we were all actually uh, we were all actually, you know, people of color. We were black. We were brown, caramel, like whatever, like you talk about. We were color people, and now because of um, through uh, millions of years of adapting, you know, different skin tones, skin color, skin color, our our cells they change, they adapt to what our environment uh, is, meaning our bodies, anything, our bacteria, our cells, everything, we adapt to survive, and that's what that is. And people don't realize that. You're human. You are the same flesh and blood, skin and bones, the same fucking human that you are. Eyes, nose, ears, everything, we're human. And yet you look at me differently because still, because the color of my skin, because of my religion, because of my ethnic background, because of anything, really. Even in politics, you compare each other. You're a Republican, I'm a liberal, or whatever. You still compare, you still judge people, and I don't understand that at all. Why can't you get over that? Like, don't be afraid, you know, don't be afraid to be black and proud. Don't be afraid to be brown and proud. And I'm sorry to, you know, if this sounds offensive to every Asian person out there of every uh, race, from the even from the Pacific Islanders, you know, like different skin tones and like Asians, like being yellow. And that sucks. Don't get me wrong. I know how that feels. Um, but regardless, to be, you know, Asian, to be yellow, well, to be Asian and beautiful, own it, respect it, you know. But just don't let your own pride cover up who you are. 
because sometimes you could be a a person that's too proud and you really forget who you really are on the inside and you you, you lose yourself in your own pride like you're proud of your skin you're proud of your culture you're proud of your neighborhood you're proud of where you come from and that I truly understand and it's beautiful but don't let don't let that lead to anything for the reason of hate and I know it sounds cliche but you are better become even better than that again now the people see in this world now they're understanding that racism and violence and hate is not the answer now they're slowly realizing it but then i just want to go back to you know now the years has passed and then we go back to the same cycle we we start hating on each other we start you know being racist towards each other again and y'all don't realize it's a never-ending cycle that will never break never break who you associate with who you you know anything they will still judge you and again i don't understand that because i've been to some really conservative areas don't get me wrong where i was just minding my own business you know i was getting a drink at a gas station or i was hiking or here's a perfect example of uh when i was hiking in a trail i was in fullerton the hills yeah and you know some people you know were judging me and you know i brushed it off because again i have no hate in my heart but then it happened in oh my god it happened in in newport beach of all places i fucking told you no 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 yeah and i was being judged i was being judged hard and apparently you know they try to get a like an arousal on me and i told them you know what it's okay don't worry about it. You know, I said, God bless. You know, God loves you. Have, you know, may the rest of your day be blessed. And I, and I kept hiking. And, you know, when I look back at them, like they were stunned. Like, man, what the hell? He's not racist. He, he doesn't have no hate. Just, you know, what the hell type of person is he? And that's what I mean. Is that it's not about being the bigger person. Because, again, that's just pride. That's pettiness. That's being spiteful too. That you're being spiteful that you are better than them. No, 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 no. You're just a good person. That's it. You're not telling them, you know, you're not using racial slurs. You're not doing any hate upon them. You're not being racial towards them. You're not being violence towards them. You're just being a human being. Meaning, you see what I mean? The difference between humans and human beings. Being a human being is that you are not just and intellect and trust me nobody's that smart you know what i mean but to have common sense and to just to be a good person have courtesy have respect it doesn't matter if they're not giving you the same respect but you still show them respect kill them with kindness kill them with kindness that's the greatest weapon you'll ever have is to kill them with kindness because they have nothing towards you. They have no reason to, you know, use violence against uh, you uh, or any I racial slurs. I have a that I've named kindness. <laughs> but it, no, it's the honest truth. If you're nice and you're respectful, 
if you're just each be- bullet has a smile. If if you're <laughs> if you're just being honest, you're not gonna have any problems with no person who you talk to. You know, no matter the different agendas that you have, you just be a respectful person, and that's it. And, and that's the end of it. And we are gonna end it at that good note right there with that Glock kindness. Um, because I gotta get going. Have another one, but hey, it was nice to have this conversation. We're gonna have another one, I know. We're gonna try to go less political and more bullshit. Especially when November comes, you're you're one of the first people I'm gonna <laughs> fucking talk to. Well, now, while I'm wearing like a suit, <laughs> paint my fucking face orange, dye my hair blonde. I'm already fat, so I already got that. Everybody's going to hate you for that. I'll just (laughs) – let's – well, let's leave it on a high note. And it's not just about kindness. It's – if you want to look back to how we could change, uh, just really read – research history. And that's what many people forget about is that you have to look – go beyond your history and think about how – everything started it's not just about religion or even the early civilizations of uh of any society you have to look back at every history on how it was how dark it was depending if you like it or not and how good history can be is that the truth will always set you free that that is truth no matter people will always look at you crazy as well if you want the perfect example, look at all of our civil rights leaders. They preached truth. They lived truth. Our presidents lived truth, like Lincoln and Kennedy. And I know Lincoln during the time had a rough time because of slavery and the Civil War. He just wanted us to stop because, again, it was brother against brother killing each other over, like I said, hate and racism, which was its never the answer. Again, Go back to your history and find a way to change it. Perfect time. Who was that? Was that your ex? That was my pops. Not my ex. <laughs> but again, the truth will always set everything free. I feel like I've heard that in a movie. The truth will set you free. It sounds very cliche. No, but it's the truth. Think about it. Dr. King. Your pops really wants that, those tacos. Let me turn it off. <laughs> no, just, but I'll talk to you later. So, I want to say this. People who preach truth that have died. Dr. King. John F. Kennedy. They put Nelson Mandela in jail for over 25, 30 years. For preaching and speaking truth. They shot Abraham Lincoln. Because, again, Truth. Just think about that. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the world. Because in the end, like I said, no matter what, shit's going to hit the fan. But on a high note, kill everybody with kindness. And just look for truth. Uh, Because no matter what, if you look beyond all the bullshit that's going on in the world... And you could, you actually see that, you know, none of this is right. You'll see firsthand. 
what your lives went through, like family, friends, how, you know, it even starts where you grew up, how you were influenced in life, your emotions, how you are, history, just everything. As much as you don't want to seek truth and you don't want to know about it because it's bitter. But again, it's better than the sweetest lie. There you go, folks. Thank you, Cisco. We'll call you that. That's your uh, stage name right here. Because you don't want no hate mail. I know I'm going to get so much backlash on this shit. But I mean, I won't tag you. Don't worry. <laughs> truth is truth. That's all I got to say. But the people that will recognize this voice, you know who, who this is. All right. See you guys.